Welcome to Your Food Looks Funny. I am Marcus T. Today's questionable topic that we're going to be talking about is how to know your chicken is done. I'm not eating that. I'm not eating that. So today we're going to talk about how do you know your chicken is done? How do you know that chicken is done? So today I will... uh, we're going to start off with a little bit of social media feedback. I put this question out there to kind of see what responses I would get. And then after the social media feedback, we'll talk a little bit about the science of how you know your chicken is done. A little bit of my commentary. And then I have a funny story to tell about some chicken after that in my experience in the culinary industry and, and kind of a, a funny story. So if you're hungry for a laugh, stick around for that story at the end okay so we're going to start off with a little bit of social media feedback i posted this question on uh, facebook specifically how do you know when your chicken is done cooking and the responses i got mind you a little background about me is i've been professionally cooking for about 12 years i have plenty of friends that professionally cook chefs cooks caterers all on my friends list and the responses I got were not exactly what I expected but it is what it is so here are a few of the responses that I got about how do you know your chicken is done a friend of mine who I love dearly he is a chef okay his first answer was it's in the soul your internal clock and I didn't take this as a joke he was serious he was serious, and and by that, I know he was serious because after a certain point in your cooking career, you'll just know when chicken is done. You've cooked it hundreds, thousands of times. You'll know about when it's done. There might be some times where you need to go farther than just knowing it's done, but most of the time, you'll just know it's done. So I took his answer as, I get that for you. But other people who are not professional also commented on this topic. One person said when it floats. I've heard this a lot. When it floats, that's if you're frying. If the chicken floats, it's done. I haven't heard too many people give me the reasoning behind how they know it's done when it floats. Maybe it was just a trial and error home cook thing. But that was the response I got from a person who is not a professional cook. Also, I got a response about when the juices come out clear. That is another one I've heard a lot. When the juices come out clear, okay, When it floats, when you're frying, and just an internal clock of knowing when it's done. Three different responses by three different people who are at different levels and different professions when it comes to cooking, home cooking, and, you know, just experimenting at home. But that's some of the social media feedback I got on, again, the topic is how to know your chicken is done. Moving on to a little bit of the science And kind of transitioning from that social media feedback, one person, one person, after I posed the second question, because this is the same person that said when it floats, I asked, well, what if you're baking or grilling the chicken, not frying it? And this same person came back and said, well, I break into it to see if it's done or I would use a thermometer. And that's the answer I was looking for using a thermometer. There we go to get into the science from there. The only true way to guarantee your chicken is done 
is with a thermometer. I'll say that again. The only way to know that your chicken is done and guarantee it's done is with the thermometer. And we'll get into a little bit more specifics of how I can tell you that now. But your chicken needs to reach 165 degrees Fahrenheit. That's 75 degrees roughly Celsius, but 165 degrees Fahrenheit in order for your chicken to be done. And by done, I mean that it has killed all of the harmful bacteria that could possibly make you ill. You need to cook your chicken to 165 degrees and this can be solved at home with one very simple thing, obviously, a thermometer. If you get a meat thermometer, which is very cheap, it doesn't cost that much, don't act like you're trying to break the bank for luxury. I know some of y'all spend more on other stuff that won't help you out as much as that meat thermometer. So that meat thermometer, when stuck into the thickest part of the chicken, unless it's a whole chicken. If you're using a whole chicken, most people like to stick the thermometer into the breast. The best place to stick a thermometer into a whole chicken when cooking it is actually in the thigh. You want to stick it into the thicker part of the thigh underneath the bone, kind of where the uh, drumstick and the thigh meet. Okay, so if it hits 165 there, you're good. Um, but the thickest part of the chicken is where you want to insert that meat thermometer and it'll be 165 degrees. That's how you know it's at a safe temperature for you to eat it without being sick. Diving more into that theory and taking it back to why people have chosen to believe these other methods of being their go-tos, juices running clear, the meat is of a certain color, mostly of a more white shade, and also it floating when it's fried. These aren't foolproof. Granted, they can be right, but they're going to leave you with a more inaccurate product if you're cooking at home. And by that, I mean, if you cook chicken today and you use a, a non-foolproof method, the same chicken you try to cook next week may come out a little bit different. Using a thermometer will give you your most consistent product. So if you cook something to 165 using a thermometer today and you cook something next week and you take that same temperature, it's pretty much going to be close to exactly what you made the week before because of the method that you used. It was a foolproof. I know it's safe to eat, but I didn't have to cook it any further than it should have gone. So a lot of people will overcook their chicken just to make sure it's safe. And I think that's driven Again, this is my opinion on this. I think that has driven a lot of people's perception on white meat. That's the breast and the wing uh, in the gutter based off. They think the breast is dry. The breast is only dry based off of the way you cooked it. So if you cooked it a little bit farther than it needed to be cooked, it might come out dry because you overcooked it. Instead of cooking it to the 165 that was needed, it may have been cooked to 180. That could possibly dry it out. The juiciness of your chicken is going to depend on the temperature that is cooked to. The higher it goes, the more moisture content that can be dispersed from the chicken. So with that fact in mind, the closer you can get to that 165, the more chance you have of that chicken being juicy. That's thigh, you know, uh, breast, leg, wing. The reason that the thigh and the leg will be juicier is because of the fat content. It's not because it's just a juicier piece of the meat. It's the fat content that's giving it the juice quality. The meat isn't any less juicy in the breast than it is in the thigh and the leg. It's just the fact that there's more fat content in it. You can still have a juicy breast when cooked to the right temperature and without losing different parts of the juice in different areas. 
So a little bit more about the science and kind of my background along with that as well. Again, I am a chef and I've been cooking professionally for 12 years. I am Serve Safe certified and I have no casualties, knock on wood, no casualties or food poisonings under my belt. The point of me saying that is I cook my food this way. So don't think that I'm telling you this as if I researched it and I'm just telling you what somebody else said. No, I've I've done these methods myself and have yet to encounter a problem when following those strict guidelines of cooking my chicken to 165 degrees. Kind of finishing up on the science uh, of this and getting more into my comments 165 degrees is where your chicken needs to be cooked to in order to avoid any food poisonings from foodborne uh, bacteria. Um, so kind of getting more into my commentary and transitioning out of the science. Here we go. This. There are a few things that people look at when they see chicken. All right. The color. When people look at chicken and they see it's white. OK. They think white means done. If you marinate chicken in certain things, it will change the color. Does that mean it's done? No, but it will still change the color. So color is not always the best indicator of how to do certain things. Your meat also can be slightly pink and still be done. I'll say that again for those who just said, oh, no, into their speaker. The chicken can still be slightly pink and be done. I'm not eating that. Yes, it can. Yes, I know you're trying to argue with it, but yes, it can. Same thing when people see veins and red colored bones and joints. That doesn't mean it's not done. Some young birds, especially when frozen, will still have red tint to the veins, bone, marrow and joints of the chicken. So that doesn't mean it's not done. What was the criteria that we said before? 165 degrees. That is proven by the USDA, the United States Department of Agriculture, that 165 degrees will kill all bacteria when that's the internal temperature. Red veins, pink flesh, you know, bones that are still, you know, red, juices that aren't completely clear. That doesn't mean your chicken is not done. 165 degrees is your foolproof way. And I know most people have sworn any pink meat or any veins is a sign of blood and it's a sign of it's undercooked. Now, I agree. It might be unappealing. It's unappealing. I don't I don't like the look of it. I get it. I'm right with you. It doesn't look attractive. But that doesn't mean it's not done. In my industry and in restaurants that I've worked in, I've had plenty of people send back food that they thought was not done based off of the color that it was. People always go not. Let me not say that people don't always go to extremes, but people can get extreme. My food was bleeding. It's undercooked. It's not done. Basically, you're telling me I don't know how to do my job. And there might be people who just genuinely have worked in a restaurant that don't know what they're doing. But for the most part, the people I've been trained around know exactly what they need to do in order for that chicken to be cooked properly. Most of the people in my restaurant, along with myself, keep a thermometer on them. So before we send out a chicken, for instance, we have a half chicken on our menu. Before we send it out, the temperature is taken to make sure that it is at 165 degrees before serving. That bone might have red in it sometimes. You might encounter a vein. That doesn't mean we didn't cook it to 165. But again, it's a visual thing. People will eat with their eyes. I know I was one of those people. 
And I'm still one of those people. I, I am visually dining as much as I am physically dining. I want it to look as good as it tastes. The first thing you're going to do is look at it. You're going to look at it. You're going to smell it. If you look at it and it doesn't look quite like you thought it would, you don't want to eat it. I'm not eating that. I get that from a visual perspective. But again, saying that you'll get sick because it's pink or red or you think it's bleeding is not proven by that. Now, if you if your mind physically makes you sick, that's another story. But that's on that's on you and your mind of uh, turning it into a horror movie. I ain't, I ain't got nothing to do with that. One more thing, a process that I've seen done a lot of times, especially in my family. And this has created a lot of awkward conversations with people that I know and family members. When you get chicken from the store, do you wash it? Do you wash your chicken? How many people have told you that when you get chicken or meat in general, but chicken specifically for this one, you need to wash it? Ask yourself this. Why? Why do you have to wash your chicken? What it, what what's what's going to be in that chicken after you cook it that you had to get off by washing it? And if most of you don't know what washing chicken means, washing chicken does not mean putting soap and water on it. Okay? You're not bathing the chicken, you're just washing it. So sometimes that can be water, that can be water and vinegar. I've seen people use lemon juice in the water. But I think that they think it's getting rid of some kind of impurities from it uh, that may or may not be in there. The point is, public, public service, public, service public announcement. Service. Cooking your chicken to 165 is going to eliminate everything in it that you just washed off. Here's also a thing that I've researched as well. Washing your chicken will cause more cross-contamination and foodborne illnesses than just cooking it straight out of the package. And, and a little bit more about that. This is my last thing on washing chicken. If you wash that chicken, which means you probably did it in your sink, what else have you done in that sink? Okay. Did you wash down the sink after you washed the chicken? Did you wash the utensils after you touched the raw chicken? Because if you used utensils to put the raw chicken in something, didn't wash the utensil, right? And then you get the chicken out with that same utensil that was raw. You just cross-contaminated. That's a bigger chance of making a person sick than if you would have just cooked it straight out of the package. Okay? Keep that in mind. Think about that. Think about that before you feel it necessary to wash your chicken and then cross-contaminate a plate or pot or something. All right, so I have plenty of posts about this one because I definitely want some more feedback on uh, how do you know your chicken is done? What do you think about what I've said so far? Do you still swear by the ways that you have done or are you willing to try what I just said? Not washing the chicken, just cooking it to 165 using a thermometer. Don't worry about if the juices are you know, not quite clear or if the meat is slightly pink. And I'm not talking about raw. There's a difference between raw and slightly pink. And I, that'll create another uh, point that I'm going to talk about in the next episode, which is kind of a follow up. is how do you know your steak is done? That'll be the next episode. All right. But let me know what you think in some of my posts on that. And uh, we're going to finish this off with a laugh. So I have another story kind of dealing with the whole chicken topic. I was working in a restaurant a few years ago. We served wings. Now, these weren't like frozen bag wings you get from the store. These are wings, you know, you get fresh 
and we uh we roast them in house pre-roast them and then we fry them to order but they still need to be cooked up to a certain temperature when they're reheated in the fryer so keep that in mind but the expediter now if you don't know what an expediter is in a restaurant uh normally there's a person when orders come in they call out the orders to the people that are cooking them in order to know what we're making. We also get tickets to tell us what's coming in, but the expediter is the person moving along the process of, of getting the food out. The expediter asks our fryer cook for an order of wings, all right? He needs a dozen wings coming up. So the fry cook is cooking the wings in the fryer. So the expediter is kind of under the gun. It's a busy night. We got food flying out. And the expediter goes, hey, I need those wings. Our fry cook goes, hey, the wings ain't done yet. And he was, a, he was an older guy. You got to give him a few more minutes. So the expediter gives it like 10 seconds, right? He's like sweating over there. He's like, hey, I need those wings. He'd be like, the wings ain't done yet. You ask me for them again, I'm going to give them to you raw. The whole line instantly busts out laughing. Cause this is this is essentially what he does every day. He, he's gonna give you a little pushback, but he was right. They hadn't been down long enough, and just because you're in a hurry doesn't mean we're gonna serve undercooked food. And and that's what we keep in mind. We don't want to serve you anything undercooked, but there will be times where we get frustrated with the expediter. So you keep asking me for them. I'm gonna give them to you raw, although they were fully cooked. All right, y'all. I appreciate you listening. Like I said, next episode will be how do you know your steak is cooked? So that'll that that one right there. All that pink flesh talking we were talking about with chicken, that that's gonna go to another level when we talk about steak. But uh stick around, come back for that next episode. Follow me on social media, YFLF Podcast. That's YFLF Podcast, like your food looks funny on Instagram and Twitter. And also my fan page on Facebook, Your Food Looks Funny. Uh like, subscribe, review the page, let me know what you think, anything else you want to hear about, and uh we'll see if we can move that to another show. And I'll give you some comments, shout you out if you uh you give me something good to talk about, and uh, I'll holler at y'all in the next episode. All right.